Welcome to Cross Communities Podcast. We're glad you're here to listen today. We would love to connect with you today for listening to our podcast. Please fill out a connect card on our website at c3naz.net. You can also support the ministries of Cross Community by giving online on our website. We hope that today's message will strengthen your faith and help you to love God and people more. grab them. Is there any other passage you can read on Christmas Sunday besides this one? I, I know the answer is yes, but uh, this is the one that seems most natural to us today. So that is Luke chapter 2. We're going to read just 10 verses from verse 8 to verse 18. Uh, Luke chapter 2 verses 8 through 18. For many of us, we probably learned this in the King James Version because of a little boy named Linus who came out and I know it was one of the first passages that I memorized just because we watched it every year and it just gets into your head. I'm going to read it in the New International Version today, but because this is the good news, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke, would you stand in honor and reverence of the reading of the gospel? Hear the word of the Lord this morning. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. This is the word of God for the people of God, both here and online, and our response is, thanks be to God. You may be seated. Well, we've sung a lot of familiar carols, which are hymns about Jesus' birth. But I want to talk today just briefly about a non-Christian, so to speak, Christmas song. How many of you like the song, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas? It's a good song. Isn't it just, you know, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. It's a beautiful melody. It's a beautiful tune. We love the words. It just brings hope and joy. But I want you to know, I I don't know if you know this, but Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas first came into the American consciousness or the consciousness of our world through the movie Meet Me in St. Louis. I don't know if you've watched this movie. We watched it for the first time this year. It is the most bizarre movie 
Uh, we just knew that Have Yourself a little, Merry Little Christmas was in it, and we thought, oh, let's watch that one. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's weird. Um, it's just kind of a strange movie. But that song took off. That song was written specifically for this movie, uh, and in the movie, Judy Garland uh, is the main character, and what a voice, what a beautiful voice. But the song was written in January. The film came out in January of 1945. Really a year where the world would change. In January, people would not know that very soon they'd be saying goodbye to Franklin Delano Roosevelt. That the war that had been raging since 1939 would come to an end in Europe. That the nuclear bomb would be uh, thrust upon the world and bring an end to World War II uh, with VJ Day later on in August of that same year. And so this song uh, was very optimistic for its time. But I found out this year that the original lyrics for this song were not as cheerful as we know them. The original lyrics go like this. Are you ready? Have yourself a merry little Christmas. It may be your last. Next year we may all be living in the past. Whew. I don't know about you, but that just hits me all the wrong ways. This is not Christmas. And Judy Garland felt the same way. (laughs) She hated the song so much that she refused to sing it. She begged them to rewrite it. And for our sakes, aren't you so glad (laughs) that they rewrote it? However, the people in our gospel passage today would have understand understood and lived out the hopelessness of the original lyrics to have yourself a merry little christmas you see each day for people living in that day and time was possibly their last people lived from day to day to day Today, most people lived with little hope in their lives, and the power to change their lives was elsewhere. Somebody else held all the power. If we were to read just before this passage, we would see that Caesar Augustus, one individual all the way in a long-distance place called Rome, would say all the world needs to be taxed. And everybody, that power would change everyone's lives. And in fact, we know that Joseph and Mary would have to leave where they were and go back to Bethlehem because Joseph was from the line of David. But Rome didn't care that Mary was pregnant when they had to travel by donkey or by walking. They just made the decree and off Mary and Joseph went. When they got there, all the other people held all the rooms in the inn. They had nowhere to stay but had to find a warm place among the animals in the stable. The shepherds who were out watching the flocks at night, we have this romantic idea that they were just taking care of their sheep, but most likely they had become so poor they were forced to care for somebody else's sheep in the cold and dark of night to fight off the bears or the wolves or whatever might come to take their sheep. You see, they understood that the song of sudden death rang throughout the land, and they knew the words by heart. But then something dramatic happens, 
And our scripture tells us that the time came for the baby to be born. And that baby's first cry echoed into an angel's announcement for powerless people. And he said, first thing, do not be afraid. Now, I want to give you a beautiful Christmas gift of a Greek lesson. There's no better day than Christmas to learn a little Greek. The word for afraid is the word phobeste. Let's say that together, shall we? One, two, three. Phobeste. Let's say it one more time. One, two, three. Phobeste. And let's say it a third time for the three kings who will come in epiphany. Ready? One, two, three. Phobeste. Now, Phobese is translated afraid, but what I want to draw your attention to is that that word was given in the middle imperative. An imperative tense means it's a command. Uh, We get that. We understand that. You are commanded about this. But I want to draw your attention to the middle voice because it says something in a very particular way. Are you ready for this? The middle voice, the middle imperative means that the commands are expected to be followed not once, but as an ongoing process. So when the angel says, don't be afraid, he's not just saying, don't be afraid of me. Don't just be afraid of the surprise of what has happened. But the shepherds and we, like the shepherds, are commanded to stop ongoing fear because it is no longer necessary. Why is it no longer necessary? Because he has brought us good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Everybody say all the people. Look to the person on your right and say, I'm part of all the people. Look to the left and say, I'm part of all the people. You are all part of all the people. And today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to, and that's a plural you, you all. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This announcement said, in essence, that God was rewriting the song. The song of sudden death has been rewritten into the song of a Savior's deliverance. Amen. God has come among us in this baby who has been born as Israel's long-awaited anointed one, Messiah, and the world's Savior. No longer do we have to worry that this day is our last, nor live in the past because the child in the manger gives us an everlasting future. Our hearts can truly be light because of Jesus' light in the dark world that cannot be overcome. Our troubles may not be out of sight, but we have Emmanuel. God is with us through each and every one of them. We don't just muddle through somehow now, but because of Jesus, we can be more than conquerors. This is good news. And this is what Christmas is truly all about. God loves people and he will not allow the song of sin and sudden death be the pervasive melody of our lives. He has rewritten that song through a Savior's deliverance of people. So the question today is what songs, lyrics are playing in your life today? Is it the song of sudden death? I want to reassure you today, or you online, if you're watching, that the song of sudden death 
can be transformed and rewritten into the song of the Savior's deliverance. Jesus can rewrite that song for you today if you'll only let him. Will you let him today? That's why we've gathered. That is why we celebrate. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? Father, we're so grateful that you will not allow the song of sudden death and sin to have the final say. We're grateful that long ago you took the pen and you began to rewrite a new song of a Savior who is born to us all that will bring great joy So I pray today if there are those of us here or who are watching online who are in need of a song rewrite that they would surrender their hearts to you simply by praying like I am about to pray. Jesus, come. The song of sudden death is playing loud in my ears. Help me to hear your voice. Change the song, the tune, the lyrics of my life. That I might sing the song of a Savior's deliverance. Take my brokenness, my missing the point. Heal me, forgive me, do what is necessary to deliver me. And may I go as the shepherds singing the new song, declaring what you have done in my life. And I pray that my life will be changed because of the Savior born in Bethlehem. For we pray and I ask these things in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen. Well, I can think of no better way for us to close the service and finish, than to come and receive bread and cup together as a body of believers. So if you're watching online, you need to scramble and get a cracker and some juice, go ahead and do that right now while I give some directions to us who are here. Uh, There are just a few of us who are gathered here, and so that's good. And so in just a moment, I'll have everybody stand. And as you come forward... You will come down the center aisle, both of you. There are two stations here, and you'll just take and hold it. Um, This is how we're doing it. You take one, there are two cups, and then you'll gently pry them apart, and you have bread, and you have cup. Isn't that ingenious? Uh, And so you'll have that together. But I'm going to ask you to hold them, and we're going to take communion together today as a church family. I want you to know that if this is your first time or you're a visitor with us here at Cross Community Church, you do not have to be a member of this church to partake in communion. This is the table of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not Pastor Jeff's table. It's not the Church of the Nazarene's table. It's his table. And if you are hungry for the Savior who rewrites the song of our lives into a song of deliverance and joy, then you are more than welcome to come and receive communion. So would you stand right where you are? I'm going to pray and bless the elements, and then I'm going to invite you to come.
Uh, as I said, everybody down the center aisle, and then you just file back into your pew rows and hold on to your communion, and we'll take together. Lord Jesus, it seems strange to partake of a service or a part of the service that declares your death on your birthday. But both your birth and your death declare to us and to all the world what you were willing to suffer in order to save us. That your love for human beings drove you to be born in the lowly places and die outside the city that we may all be raised to new life. And so we want to receive these elements with a little bit of thought and prayer and with great joy and wonder at the love you have for human beings. So I pray as we gather here and online that you would use these elements once again to impart your grace to us for this day and this week on into the rest of our lives. But we pray and ask this in your name. Amen. I'll have you guys start us at the front and just come forward. Just line up as you feel. As the line gets to your pew, go ahead and come on in. Kids are welcome to take as well. Totally fine. Yes. Jesus was betrayed. He took bread and he broke it. He said, this is my body broken for you. Take it. On that same night, he took the cup, he poured wine into it and said, this is my blood shed for you. A new covenant. May it preserve you unto everlasting life. Take and drink. Father, thank you. Thank you for the gift of your Son. Jesus, thank you for the gift of your life, your example. We pray today that like the shepherds, we would go and announce what we have heard, seen, and experienced. And may people wonder at what we have heard and seen. May they be filled with joy, and may they join us within this next year as we celebrate your birth, your life, your death, your resurrection, and your powerful spirit. We pray these things through Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Would you stand and receive this Christmas blessing? And now, my brothers and sisters, I pray that you would go as the shepherds did, filled with awe and wonder.
at what God has done and is doing in your lives. I pray that you will sense his nearness, his light, his hope, his peace. And I pray, yes, that you will have a merry little Christmas. I pray these things in the name of the Father who is for us, in the name of the Son who is with us, and in the name of the Holy Spirit who is in us, one God forever and ever. Amen. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you online. May God bless you. Have a happy new year. Be safe out there. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.